Hi, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. In our post-game show today, we look back at Bayern's swashbuckling victory over Stuttgart by four goals to nil, despite being a man down for the majority of the game. So first, let's remind ourselves of the lineup. Today, Joshua Kimmich was out with the cold. Apparently, there's something going around at Bayern with Manuel Neuer also being out in midweek. As a result, we had a pairing of David Alaba and Leon Goretzka in midfield. Niklas Zule got a chance to be the center back. And he was paired with Jerome Boateng with Benjamin Pava and Davies manning the flanks. In what was Bayern's 1900th game in the Bundesliga, Bayern would start slow. This we have come to expect over the season. The opposition always comes back. Uh, the opposition always starts stronger than Bayern. Um, this has led to us conceding early goals, but that would not be the case today. Now, Stuttgart coming into this game had more than enough reason to hope. In the reverse fixture, they were a goal up, unlucky not to be two goals up. Bayern would come back, turn that one around, and win 3-1, but it was really not a vintage Bayern performance. Pellegrino Matarazzo, who is an excellent coach, remembered all of that, and he set his team up to make sure that Silas Vamangituka would be as effective as he was in that game before the winter break. Vamangituka was having a lot of fun down Bayern's left flank, with Alfonso Davies having a tough time dealing with him. Now, eventually, in the 12th minute, Davies' struggles would lead to a foul on Vataro Endo. The referee initially awarded a yellow card upon second of viewing and upon hearing from VAR, he would change his decision to a red card. I initially thought it was a yellow card too. Upon replays, I thought it was dangerous enough to be a red card. A man down, I thought, okay, Bayern might decide to sit back, might decide to just hit Stuttgart on the counter. Stuttgart had looked pretty dangerous up to that point, and had it not been for Manuel Neuer, might have been a goal up. But that's just not how Bayern do things. There was a reshuffling at the back. David Alaba had to leave midfield and go into left back, leaving Leon Goretzka as the sole defensive midfielder. Now, let me remind you, that David Alaba is a world-class left back. I think he is a much better left back than he's a center back. He has way more howlers at center back than he ever did at left back. And he showed Davies just how the job is done. Bayern would use Alaba and on the other side would use Diroy Zane. Pava was pretty quiet to generate play. Um, shortly after the sending off, Bayern's first goal would arrive, courtesy of who else? Well, Robert Lewandowski. Zane would pass to Ginevri, who would set up Lewandowski, and the finish was really difficult. Lewa just about squeezed it in between the far post and uh, Stuttgart's keeper, Kobel, to give Bayern the lead. A second would arrive not too long after, after excellent interplay between Thomas Muller and Leroy Zane, Zane could have shot himself, but he unselfishly chose to pass to Ginabri, who would double Bayern's lead, and now the score was 2-0. About a minute later, Bayern's third goal would arrive. This was, again, excellent play from Muller to Lewa, and the cross was excellent. Lewandowski's header was excellent. It gave Kobol no chance. 3-0, easy. Uh, a fourth would arrive 
from Lewandowski. This was after excellent interplay between Zane and Goretzka. Zane actually won the ball back for this one. He had a very good defensive showing. He pressed high up the pitch along with the rest of Bayern's front four. And uh, Lewandowski would wrap up a perfect hat-trick. Left foot, header, right foot. I may have gotten the order wrong on this one, but that's how it probably went. While all of this was going on, David Alaba was doing an excellent job on Vamangatuga to the point where um, he shoved Vamangatuga lightly off the ball. Um, this is still a contact sport, so I guess this is this is lawful. Vamangatuga would have to come off for um, Klimovic at that point. At halftime, Bayern would go in 4-0. And you have to say that you didn't definitely didn't see that coming once they had gone a man down. It just reminded me that this team is capable of doing anything. One nil down, two nil down, a man down. It does not matter. They believe they are capable of absolutely everything. And when they are unplayable like they were today, they're absolutely capable of everything. I believe this is a historic Bayern team we're watching. Yes, they've won the six trophies. And um, yes, they won the treble last season, like the 2013 team. But this team is just, this is even better. There's something so strong at the core of this team that they just believe they can handle just about any situation. When the second half started, Stuttgart made some changes. Borna Sosa, who had basically been absent for the entire game, went off. Uh, Philip Forster came on. Also, they took Ahamada off and... Nicolas Gonzalez, who's a very important player to Stuttgart, and maybe if he was match fit, he would have started this game, came on. Bayern sat back and absorbed pressure, but at no point did they seem like they were going to concede, nor had an excellent game in goal, and Zule and Jerome Boateng had an excellent ga- had excellent games as well. Speaking of Boateng, he did pick up a second yellow card in the first half, which would rule him out for the game against Leipzig after the international break. Zule, I have to mention Zule's run in the 50th minute where he ran the length of the pitch and he took a shot and he could have scored. And then if he had scored that, the nickname Zulinho, I believe, has been handed out to him, would be perfectly fitting. Lewandowski missed a great chance in the 62nd minute after great work by Zane uh, to set him up. And that chance was probably the easiest of the four. Sometimes there were misses chances that are easier to score off of. And uh, this was a case in point. So as the match wore on, it seemed Bayern was slowing down the pace. It started resembling a training game. Leva came off for Chupamoting, who had an excellent chance himself. Stuttgart brought on um, Daniel Dadavi, took off Gonzalo Castro, took off Wataru Endo, brought on Karazor to no great effect. The score remained what it was at the end of the first half. Um, to wrap everything up, let's look at some special mentions. Lewandowski was obviously excellent on the night, bagging a hat trick. He will break that Gert Muller record sooner or later. The, I don't, I don't question that unless something bad happens. Unless knock on wood, uh, let's hope there's no injury to him. But that's really the only scenario where I can see that 40 goal mark stand after this season. David Alaba, my goodness. I think he reminded Hansi Flick today just how good of a left back he is. I mean, Hansi Flick loves David Alaba, and he, of course, knows that. But 
in the future in the Champions League in big games if things are not working out with Davies don't be surprised to see David Alaba come in at left back Pavabi at right back with Sule and Boateng as the center backs Alaba was unplayable on the night as he had been at left back for years until the reshuffle by Flick which saw him go to center back he's a very good center back but he's a world class left back it also speaks to Bayern's depth that they have so many versatile players in the squad Zule is a very good right back as we have recently discovered and he's an excellent center back Jerem Boateng remember once upon a time used to play left back and he is an excellent center back and has been a world class center back for nearly a decade Joshua Kimmich was supposed to be Philip Lahm's successor at right back and now he's turned out to be Philip Lahm's successor in defensive midfield Leon Goretzka can play as a 10 if needed Muller can play as a 6 if needed Lewandowski can win the ball uh, deep in his own half if necessary and he can really generate play I often hear this criticism about Lewandowski from the English speaking press that all he is is a striker Lewandowski is so much more than that. He is so helpful to Bayern's build-up play. And without him, Bayern really does lose an edge. He's he's not replaceable. If there's any cog in the machine in Bayern that's not replaceable, it's probably him, Manuel Neuer, Joshua Kimmich, and Thomas Muller. Um, Serge Gnabry had a much-needed, excellent game. He also needed that goal, and I'm very happy he got that goal. In the first half... Uh, his pressing really did a lot of damage to Stuttgart, um, and his performance merited the goal. Muller had a very good game. Botting and Zule were excellent at center back. They at no point looked particularly troubled by Stuttgart. Overall, this was the type of game you need before an international break. Um, a few weeks off, ha- a few weeks of rest, has shown just what Bayern was missing. Bayern has been excellent all along. They just needed some rest and now they really look like they're hitting top form at exactly the right time. Mind you, after the international break, there's Leipzig. They'll play Leipzig without Davies and Boateng and a couple days after Leipzig, they play PSG in the Champions League. If anything, today showed Bayern is ready for anything. All right, that's it from me. I hope you enjoyed this game as much as I did. I hope you have an excellent rest of your day. And we will be back to Cap Barn Games after the international break. Take care.